Can you imagine getting to the root cause of things like addiction, things like anxiety and this really feeling of existential crisis? Well, this week on the Sovereign Women Movement Show, that is exactly what we've been talking about. We've been talking about cold depression. What is it and how it is actually the root cause for so many of the other elements that we're experiencing, both physically and also spiritually and mentally. And today being Friday, I'm so excited because Lizzie is here with me to help us get real about this subject matter and to really look at real life. How does it show up? And is this really something that is affecting her perhaps or in her experience with others more than before? Satnam, welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement Show, beautiful goddesses and queens. Happy Friday to all of you. I am Jyoti Rajikor. I was born Veronica Barragan. I'm the founder of Satori Wellness and Spirituality and the Sovereign Women Academy, an eight-week group coaching program to overcome cold depression and transform your life. And this is our movement of women taking their sovereignty back by self-healing. And really what we're doing is we're also breaking ancestral karmic cycles. Welcome, Lizzie. Oh my gosh, you look gorgeous and beautiful for a Friday. This mean that this is, this mean that your Friday or your week treated you well? Um, so, I didn't just come freshly out of the shower, so I'm <laughs> sad about that. So you don't you don't wake up like that? No, I don't. I'm tired. This is me after an exhausted day. You look beautiful. For any of you catching the podcast replays, remember, you can catch it live. So make sure you get notifications at Veronica Barragan I am. If you get the notifications, then you can catch us live and you can check out what I'm talking about because you'll be able to see the splendor beauty that I'm seeing here in front of me. She's just smiling. I know, you too. Same to you. Thank you. Thank you. I was, I literally was not waiting for that, but I was just like, I love how you just let it come in and just like sit with you. You know, I love that. So maybe you're not even ever going to ever suffer through what we've been talking about this week, but perhaps you can bring a perspective because um, I don't know if you've been tuning in but we have been talking all week about cold depression and uh, a lot of the awareness and clarity has come to me as I've been chanting long at cars, you know, every day I've been telling you and it's two and a half hours where we chant and I literally asked for clarity on what specifically I needed to help women with in the Sovereign Women Academy. And I would just receive so much clarity and guidance from like my ancestors, from Jogi Bhajan himself, which was, he's the tantric master who, who brought Kundalini from the East to the West. And he's now in the subtle world. But it was just like, what would happen is that I would get these guidances and then they would show up as people or mentors. And they would say the same things that I was, what were happening to me in my meditation, my chanting. So it would only confirm more that I needed to follow that path, which was freaky at first. Then I kind of liked it. And I thought that was really nice and beautiful confirmation, but it was because it was so difficult because ultimately I want, I didn't want to talk about cold depression because there were still a lot of areas in my life where I hadn't fully accepted and forgiven my past. So in my chanting, like I've explained to you and thank you for holding space. I've discovered a lot of that and I've been able to really look at rewiring it and, and look at it with more compassion and acceptance. And it's helped me a lot in my nervous system and just a sense of feeling more at peace with everything, you know? 
And, and so we've been talking about cold depression because that's what I was really guided to just focus on because that's exactly what I suffered from tremendously. And I also was able to overcome through this technology, Kundalini Yoga. Plus for me, you know, the spiritual psychotherapy, which, you know, is A Course in Miracles, which for me has always helped me rewire the mind to a level where existential crisis, guilt is no longer an option, really. And even though it might be triggered, right? And so cold depression, we looked at the root of addiction, right? And of risky behavior and of existential crisis where you feel numb and you don't like your life is meaningless pretty much. In these three aspects for you, do you feel that that those have shown up more in your life now? And do you feel it's because of the times or do you feel that you, this is something kind of that you've been going through for some time or you've actually never experienced? more aware of it now it's funny because before it it I mean it was there but I would always say that I was going through like a crisis or you know there was just things outside of me that were going on um that would be the reason why I would sometimes you know want to go away or not deal with the, the emotions that were coming up so a lot of it I was I was numb to the numbness, if that makes sense, you know, wanting to not experience those emotions. And so now that I'm more aware of it and those emotions that do come up and me wanting to check out or even having the tendencies of checking out, um, and now it's almost more responsibility because I feel more aware of it and also more compassion with myself you know saying okay this is where I'm at you know the things that I've been saying a lot lately and I even our brother texted me the other day and he was like you know I'm going through this I'm kind of stressed out about this meeting that I have and all I text him is the same thing that I keep telling myself this is temporary this this feeling this emotion this whatever you're going through is only temporary you know, no, we need not attach to these emotions because they are temporary. Um, and actually, you talked about um, Harijivan, mm -hmm. uh, Harijivan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just listened to a talk from him and, and the reality real thing, he was on there. Um, and so I listened to a, a talk from him and, and he was just talking about how in this new era that we're going to we're so we're so emotionally attached to everything around us that we don't have a center you know we don't center ourselves in our truth and therefore everything around us that that is happening moves us easily you know so i just thought that was super like true and relevant and I see that in other people too because they're they're so emotionally charged, you know. Even just you know driving down the street and someone cuts you off because you're not driving a certain speed limit, which has always happened, right. you know. But how do you react to that? You know, just today I heard of a person, and that happens a lot in Arizona, where there's a lot of road rage with guns, with just people bringing out guns and it's like you really don't know yourself that well that that moves you someone offends you that easily that you feel like you have to retaliate 
But it's like you described it perfectly. I mean, you described sovereignty and emotionally, and you described also cold depression because you're you're in wonderment because how could someone have that behavior? But the energy, what you just said, their energy charged, that means, yeah, they're, they have emotions that they haven't processed and they're living under trauma, under pain. And that's how, because it's not behavioral. Remember, emotions, this is how we can have a lot more compassion for ourselves and for others, because we now know scientists say, you know, emotions, they deteriorate physically the brain, the brain stops working right. So it's not even a behavior anymore. It's, it's, we need to rewire it through meditation and neuroplasticity. Otherwise it will never change. So recharge that energy. We need to learn what to do with the energy. A lot of us have creative energy and it's suppressed because of our trauma. So we take it out in anger and in rage, right? And then the, the sovereignty, which you described was perfect. What Harijan described, which is how are you being in your center and not allowing the outside world to move you, you, all of us have a higher calling. We're all here to do something amazing, which might be whatever that is. If you stop comparing yourself, right. And you just listen to the voice, but if you're not in your center, you're always by the media, by your mom, by your husband, by those old triggers, because remember you, the healing, the healing is not linear. It's it's cyclical. So you come back to these new things in a new level of consciousness, hopefully, so you can experience them in a different way. And that's what sovereignty is where you're what is center. That means you're in the neutral mind. That means you're connected to the wise watcher and you're not identified to your stories. I was just coaching someone through this. That's why I'm so passionate about it because it's, if you really ask the question here, ladies, whatever you're going through, whatever has been a trauma for you, whatever has now propelled the cold depression, because if you haven't dealt with your inner child wounds, the cold depression is only hitting you worse. You're more energy charged. You're the road rager that Lizzie's talking about. It's not that behavioral, show me the pain, right? So if, if we learn to what process that in energy with holistic tools that we learn to raise our frequency, learn to live in these true natural breath, instead of the, what we're all operating on the addiction to adrenaline and draw and stress and have a lot of compassion for yourself. But the truth is, is that what you're describing is how the new consciousness this new age we're in, there are different challenges. So the, the, old ways of thriving are not going to work and you have to learn to understand what these ancient technologies that have been used for thousands of years actually teach us and are more advanced than us than we are now too so it's a combination of the future and the past right the the, the uh technology of now and the past that can really take us to new levels i have hope i think for you are you in an in a work environment where you see a lot of stress and do you feel that it has exponentially increased the level of the emotionally charged people or, or, or is in well obviously a lot of people are going to say pandemic too and all these things but I mean what have you been seeing as a difference in shifts of consciousness with people when you're around <laughs> she's like where do I start <laughs> you know what's interesting is that I've noticed is that there's no in between. <laughs> it's 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 uh yeah. it's such a strong 
such a strong mentality that I'm seeing uh, change where it's either yes or a no or I'm upset or I'm not upset, which is funny because it's it's a complete mirror of what what is being fed into society, which is that either you're here or you're there. There's no way for you to say you can be on on both sides or even just to say I'm curious of what the other side might, you know, can teach me. There is none of that. People are so, it's so funny because people are, they stand so, so surely and in, in for what they believe or they feel like, um, and, and, and I will say this, that it, a lot of it has to do that we've had to face a lot of death this past year. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, maybe some of us have had to deal with it in different ways in our life. Maybe just through um, watching um, watching the news, um, you know, we have more access to what's going on around us. Um, we can see they, they're giving us a death toll count, which is, is not, death has always been a part of our lives, you know? I think really our society, we just kind of um, denounced death. Like we decided that we, we don't want to talk about death and we're actually afraid of death. So it's always been a part of our lives, maybe not in mass numbers, the way that they're showing us, you know, it's, it's more prevalent now, like, you know, and, 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 or just even in people that we expected for some reason that they were going to be alive for a thousand and millions of years, but then Mm -hmm. ended up dying. And so not, not trying to be insensitive, but, you know, we almost became insensitive to death, meaning we didn't want to see it. And I'll tell you one, one really one thing that my husband said to me that I'll never forget is that the human, we are just programmed so deeply to not want to deal with that stuff. One of the things my husband said was, you know, why doesn't any, have you ever thought about why people don't commemorate the, the shooting of the children in, at school? You know, when that happened in, in kindergartners and, and small children, um, were were unfortunately it was why don't why why don't we ever like commemorate that or every year why don't we post uh, you know commemoration to that there's other things that we commemorate right nine eleven those things why because it's unnatural to us it's unnatural to us for children to have to go through that. We don't know how to handle that. That's the emotions that I'm talking about, that we don't know how to handle um, death and process death. And that sometimes when death does happen, that we go into this like existential crisis because it's almost like we don't want to have to ever experience it. But why? That's because we're not living. We're not living. So we're not ready to die. We're, we're not ready to see death in the eyes because we, if you can sit here and say, if I died tomorrow, I would have lived how I wanted my life to live. Why? Because we always put that to the next day and then to the day after that. And then we plan for 20 years from now, right? And then we hope that we just make it there. And and when my husband brought that up and I was like, you know what? That is so true. Like our human capacity to process these emotions,
emotions and these things that really, I mean, unfortunately they exist and they're the darkness and the light that exists in all of us, you know, and the more that we can actually sit with those things and process them and not run away from them, then the more that we'll be emotionally intelligent to deal with, with things that just are coming because yeah, there's going to be a big change. I mean, the way and you've said it and I've heard it and it just keeps coming up we're processing a lot of shit a lot of information literally I have in in the tip of my phone I have access to everything and anything that I want to know right. and I have the, the availability to make an opinion about everything that I want to know you know so it's just like how do we sit here and process all that information and not get so numb that we actually can come back to present moment awareness and then also compassion? Yeah. Oh, so powerful. There's so many aha moments. I mean, first and foremost, yeah. Well, for, yeah, the information we're consuming, scientifically, it's frying our brain. And again, I'm not saying don't touch your phone again. But you need the tools now to thrive, which means your brain needs a workout. It needs to heal from the emotional traumas you've been through. It needs to be rewired and it needs oxygen because you're processing more information. This is what Lizzie was saying. So that, that's what meditation is. It's not a place for me to go into a coma, you know, connect always to the divinity. No, I, we went through a whole week of shadow work. Uh, a lot of my chanting, 90% is like me not in a state of coma ever. Very few glimpses of the divinity and the connection to the ancestors. But that, that's enough to rewire my life in a second. That's, that's how beautiful it is. And you do it without attachments. That's another thing. Because if you do it with an attachment, you're back in the ego program. The other thing that was so powerful that you said which is right now you described perfectly what your husband, when he said that comment, which is so, that's so much awareness of what he said about death and how we are numb to it. And that is perfectly the description of cold uh, depression. Cold depression is silence of the soul. We are so stimulated from the technology outside of us, the social media we're consuming. Remember it's a dopamine kit as well as our traumas, right? The ones we carry, and I believe we all carry an ancestor wound also that we're here to overcome. So what happens? The silence of the soul is called depression. That's what Jogi Bhajan called it. And that means that you are so disconnected to your soul. You're not even in your body. You don't want to be in your body, right? So what's the worst thing that could happen to the body? It's, it, it's death, according to the physical eyes. And you hit it on the nail by saying that the true reason we're afraid to die is because we're not living. But how could we be living if our soul is silent? And why is it silent, ladies? It's not like, oh, jumble, bumble, metaphysical, just what is she, new ager? No, your soul is dead because it is the energy, the, your emotions are not processed. Your trauma is sitting in your body. You're addicted to adrenaline and stress because since you were a child, you lived under environments of stress. So you need a solution to move the energy so that you can get to the root cause and you can actually learn to raise the frequency, live in gratitude, even if you had that story, live in compassion, even if you had to forgive and forgive yourself, right? And understand that it's not linear, that you're compassionate with yourself and you do this work every day. I do this every day because I consume information every day. 
I do this every day because I discover new things about me. And, that, and this is a place where I can discover the truth because there's all of it is just outside of you. It's just a reflection of what's going on in here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you, so scientifically, the energy is your emotions that are being blocked. Spiritually, your soul is calling you back to your body so you can experience this life in an amazing way. So it's funny how your like husband totally nailed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When he told me that, I really had to think about it because I mean, it's true. It's just a a really uh, it's it's crazy when you think about it. You know how much as a collective consciousness, how much we can actually intake and how much we can't emotionally, like what we can take and what we can't take. What I was gonna say too is is even just meditation. I've never seen it this way, but even how how beautiful is it that you just sit with that anxiety in a meditation and you just let all the thoughts come? That's really what I do for my meditation is I literally sit. I don't expect to be in Zen mode and connect to my ancestors every single meditation. (laughs) But some meditations literally is me sitting down and going through all those anxiety thoughts and all those negative thoughts and all those thoughts, letting them just come in how beautiful is to do if all of us just did that rather than keeping those thoughts in our head and then projecting them out onto the world and to others and our kids and our dogs and mm-hmm. our neighbors and you know every which thing that passes in front of you you know if you just literally sat there and took responsibility for your thoughts and emotions so that when you go out to the world that you're not not only like a walking zombie but a fucking Taking time bomb, you mm. know, where anything just takes you off. And, and you find compassion for yourself if you do find in yourself in those moments again, instead of not having compassion for yourself and again going being like that taking time bomb, right? So yeah. the only way that I can see this is, and it's the worst, it's the hardest work to become disciplined to the inner work more than the gym. People need support on the way. And you have to say, I'm going to do it every day. Like for me, my mentality is it's a do or die. And I'm very, I feel very blessed and grateful that I found a technology combined with anytime I'm feeling out of not my central groundedness. Also for me, you know, my psychotherapy on steroids, of course, miracles, just opening it and knowing just from reading a couple of lines. Right. And that's, and, and it's just for me knowing that it's an, it's a commitment every day, regardless. Then what happens is, like you said, you don't attach to, oh, I'm gonna go connect to the ancestors or something like that, right? During your meditation, you really are just surrendered to see what happens. And then you, and then when you let go, then you're truly shown. And it's a beautiful thing where it's painful at first, right? But then it's also like, wow, okay, thank God I found, I, I got this awareness. And a lot of people I know are not ready for self-awareness, but also if you are ready and you've never done it, support is huge. And that's why our community is so valuable and priceless to me. And also more importantly, the uh, Sovereign Women Academy is much more hardcore. It's like a boot camp of your life. Like it, it will, I know you've been through the first one and that one of course took you to places that I know that you didn't expect. But here you are today speaking and with your business and just, I mean, would you ever think? <laughs> no, and, and you know, every now and then when I feel super insecure or feel like I, I, I still struggle, 
I actually, and I want to cry, but I actually go back to the pictures of that graduation day and I look at my, because you know for that, my Sovereign Academy, when I did those weeks and I really committed to it, I didn't wear any makeup, remember? I didn't wear anything on my face. I, I gave that up and, and I saw myself, I go back to those pictures and the way I'm not, I don't even look at people in the eyes anymore. It's I look above the eyes to people in the photos. And it's because just during that time, my my awareness was above my my eye levels. It was moving forward, which is it's funny because that's another thing in the talk where Hari Jeevan was talking about it, where... Um, right now, our consciousness is just, it's, you know, just what we can see in the horizon, but really our spirit is up, up, up and above, you know, our spirit consciousness, when, when we're actually living in our satnam and our truth and who we really are, it goes, you know, it's up and down, so it goes above yourself, which is the aura, you know, mm-hmm. that we feel above, but when I look back at my pictures, I look at where I'm in every single picture that you took of me or Denise took of me that day, my eyes were looking up. And and do you know how much I've struggled in my whole life to even just walk and walk and look up? I always look down. It's just my, I don't know why I, I have that where it's just automatically looking down, looking down. Know? and in all of those photos I'm all I'm looking up 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 and it's it was it's just such it was such a beautiful time and it still is because I can look back at it and I've never I'm not the same person that I was before <laughs> I think you're like yeah 300 percent or 500 percent because your, your life completely changed and that's completely but you also did do the work I mean you there were uh you had to put the work in and I know that you wasn't easy for you there were times you wanted to quit but that's what I'm trying to say like with the support and and because it is a and this is why I take calls before we actually sign up anybody because it takes commitment and you have to be ready for it and this now that we're so focused on cold depression is gonna go deep into can you imagine into the psyche so it's not um easy but it's worth it and, and you're a perfect example of that and thank you for continuing your journey because you're always on this journey right whether we think so or not but yeah like if you're serious about finding out to the, about this new one that we're starting um it is designed specifically for the nervous systems of top women entrepreneurs real estate producers so if you're a top realtor woman and this is designed for your nervous system and that is really the healing that i had to do going back to accepting myself, accepting my past. And it's taken me two years to really get here and, and to accept my path and, and all the perfection of what has come before and, and it's here to happen and manifest now through, through me, because it's not even me. It's, it's something that's working through me and I'm, I'm more than willing. I'm more than willing. And so the Academy is, is it is life-changing. It will change your lifestyle. It requires commitment. Uh, so if you're interested, uh, send me a DM. You can also just click on the link in my bio. It takes you to my calendar and you can click and, and actually sign up for a 15 minute call with me. I got a few of them booked. I'm even doing some really early ones and, and late ones. So feel free to uh, take the first one that's available because they are there's a few left for next week. Um, and just let's book a call, 15 minutes. Let's see if you're a good fit for it. 
And I promise that uh, you'll know, <laughs> you'll know <laughs> after I share everything with you. And of course, after I hear everything that you're going through, because um, you'll get a questionnaire that actually asks you some specific questions. So we're both ready for the for the call when you call me. So, so excited though for all this clarity. Lizzie, thank you so much for sharing all that we've shared this week. I just wanna ask you, what would be, cause next week we'll get more into like actual ways to heal, right? What are the solutions? Cause now we've talked about the problem. We know cold depression, we know it's rampant. We know we're seeing it in other human beings. And of course, if we're seeing it in others, we have to look at ourselves and what we can change in ourselves, right? I guess what would be your like last minute tip for anybody that may feel that, hey, this resonates. I might be going through this. I might be an overstimulated, high producing woman that is covering up the high productivity with bypassing what really is happening within. You know, what would you tell them to begin on the journey? I would say stop eating in your car. <laughs> stop working till five o'clock. And then at five o'clock before you have to go to your house, stop going in and out and eating in your car on your way home to then cook dinner for the kids because you feel guilty and then you like load up on wine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not because that's not what I'm going to do today. But... And that's actually what happened to me today. <laughs> that's when she took a shower because she had that in and out stuff on her shirt. Uh, we were going to catch you. I had an... When did you have in and out today? Literally like I didn't have time for lunch today so I stopped on my way home. That's so weird. Like I totally had it in and out this week and I never have in and out. We, would have, we must have been on the same um, frequency. They do those grilled ones, those cheese things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they add to like the veggies and stuff? Oh too? yeah, totally. Yeah, my stomach good. was hurting. I think I ate too much or I ate um, <clears throat> those little yellow peppers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, I you know, they come, they give you six for the group. I'll eat all of them you know, because yeah, I like I spicy. Them. Those are so good. Anyhow, why are we talking about in and out We usually don't okay. eat in and out Like, I swear to you, like, I eat in and out maybe once. Not because I haven't been against it. If I had to do fast food, that's probably the, like, the, the thing Me I'd too. run to, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it was uh, heavy. But uh, thank you for sharing that. That's the reality. Okay, uh, well, we need to stop doing everything you just said. <laughs> but really, what I would say is, like, small, you know, small mm. things. I was listening to a book that mm -hmm. you had recommended at that doctor that you had recommended and she said that she had a patient that couldn't walk and she literally her her only thing was to drink a glass of water before she drank her coffee wow. like that was that was her like starting thing so then when you have that okay i'm drinking one glass of water you have that um you start up with that routine then you start yourself you start feeling accomplished like okay i'm sticking to this and then you slowly add things on i think for us women high achieving women we like to throw everything and the damn everything yeah. in our plate like we can do it all okay. and we take it all on even when it comes to spiritual healing Absolutely. you know even when it comes to healing the relationships i know personally for me when me and my husband were going through some really hard times that 
I wanted to be healed in like uh, a week. And I'm like, okay, so every Tuesday and Wednesday we're going to have date night. On Thursdays we're going to host a Bible study. Um, on Saturdays we're going to church. Um, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I wanted that healing so bad and I wanted to just be there. I wanted him to be there. I wanted us to be on the other side already. And that's just not that was unhealthy on its own. So even if you, if this makes sense and you're like, I'm going to do the spiritual journey, I'm going to buy like 10 books and read them all over the weekend. That's probably, you know, you, you start small and you just say, okay, I'm going to drink a glass of water before I drink my coffee. I'm going to, you know, anything. And it doesn't have to be related to one thing. It's literally, it's just your brain seeing that you can stick to something that creates some positivity and then you feel like okay i'm ready to take this other small thing on just small things or or just how i said before is starting to tell yourself everything is temporary everything is temporary if you start feeling anxiety instead of doing what you typically do maybe just tell yourself everything is temporary everything is temporary you know and maybe that'll give you some some sort of peace, but it's it's the small things that we change really that lead to the big aha like moments that we just tend to slip on. It's funny we think that if we fill our day and we do twenty million things unconsciously, that that means more than doing one freaking thing consciously. And that's not that's not it. We've got it all wrong. So I just invite to have that switch and just one conscious thing that you say, I'm going to drink water before I go to bed or I'm drinking you know, a glass of water before this or this small. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. It's not what we do. It's what we do consistently that impacts our life. So that goes for also the negative habits we have. So it's what thought systems. And yeah, water, of course, but like I was talking to a coaching client today, why are you really trying to avoid your mind? Now you're getting all of this other stuff done, but you're not, your satna is still, you missed a day. So what, let's really talk about why. And then- I would not want to my coach. Well, I know. And that was another thing that I asked them. That's why I have them take a Colby assessment so that I can ask them their style, their style of behavior, how they want to be coached. Because I respect, I would want my coach to, to be a Saturn teacher to me, the way I'm be speaking to this person. You wouldn't, yeah. and so, but I would know that in advance and I wouldn't, but yeah. this person has asked me to hold her accountable about this specific thing and everything gets done except for the mind work. And it's because she hasn't consistently done and it's not difficult, it's a 15 minute meditation. So today we had a coaching appointment and I finally just said, look, you asked me, you told me to hold you accountable. So let's really talk about why you're not doing this. And it yeah. went back to the traumas and it didn't get pretty. We talked about the things that were not cool that, that were coming up again. And then we were like, all right, so now we know, right? So let, so here's what's going to happen. <laughs> you want the accountability. 
So this week, the only thing I want you to focus on, forget your life because that's going great. You got prosperity, you're busy, you're social, all of that fixed itself, right? Because when we have, she has increased, uh, before it was a wreck and now it's, you know, she missed a couple of days, but she told me, she gave me permission to hold her accountable. So I said, look, this week, you're going to do it every day, 15 minutes. And if you don't, you know, we're going to do it together. I'm going to wake you up. <laughs> I know. I feel like you're talking to me. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> because like, I sent a message and I'm like, I'm going to do this long, the wake up call, the long, like, yeah. not for I two and a half hours. I know, no, but you know, sister. I have my alarm clock goes off. I even gave myself enough grace to, to set the alarm at five. Right, right, right. You know, because I wasn't going to be so hard on myself, you yeah. know? It goes off every time. <laughs> and it says, wake up call, morning call, long echo cars. And, and still, I'm like, but, one, one day, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to happen. But... I was given permission to speak this way. And by the way, I've been coaching her for like six weeks already. So she's gotten way better. Like I said, at the beginning, it was like nothing, no consistency and nothing that was working in her life. And then it got better. Like three days she did it the next week and she only missed four. And then she went like, now this week she only missed two days out of the seven. That's not bad. And Here's the thing. She only missed two days out of the seven and her whole life around her is functioning the way it needs to function. Yeah. But and that's, what, that's what I was going to say is that exactly. that's the beautiful thing of having someone like you, which is a holistic, a holistic healer or a holistic therapist is, is one that actually gets, you get to see where the energy is stuck and really mm. why why the commitment to it, the commitment issues, or why why there's an energy block on, on why we don't want to make enough time for ourselves to sit and do the work. Right. Because it's always more than just we don't have enough time. Right. It's, it's much more than that. It's it's a lot of the time it's because we don't, like, we don't um, esteem ourselves enough in a day to make time for ourselves. You know, we don't, we don't, love on ourselves or, or we take on the love that we think that we need to have which is not really for ourselves right so that's the beautiful thing is that you see where the energy is stuck and you can make that clear even if, if it was to me that right. to me would just allowing me to clear up that energy and talk about why i've not been wanting to to show up for myself right. that in itself is it's, it's much more healing than reliving why i don't do things you know what i mean right right, right. yeah but though the, it goes back to why again we have cold depression and we're not uh we're not connected we're totally numb to all, everything and life is like that movie click we wake up yeah. and our life went by like you're 80 now and your kids are grown and did you enjoy anything are we always worried about tomorrow and that's why we need to control the mind and that's why for me it's a do or die like i every day i'm gonna meditate there are some days where I had to reduce. There were some days where I was traveling and I did like, I was doing five meditations every day. Instead of doing it 11 minutes, I did one minute each. And there are some days where I fell asleep 
doing them and I didn't finish or I missed one, it wasn't the end of the day, but I know that if I, then I develop better habits, do it in the morning. Right. And then that changed my life. And now I don't think I could ever go back to not waking up at three 30. Like I'm, I actually love it. Like I love it, you know? Yeah. Because it just gives. Do you feel like you get more downloads during those like earlier? Yeah, and it's not about time anymore, right? It's about it's about those space that and then the healing and the changing of the subconscious mind and the triggers are not there the same way. They're they're there where they're you're looking at them almost curious and like wow, like wow, you know. So it's a lot of it's a, it, it's beautiful. It's it's also being part of a community is so important, and that's why I said like you and in part of Satori Balls and spirituality, I'm not like telling you we're not taking role and see if you're there or not everybody's at a different level yeah. somebody go some people go live to the classes and watch the replays you know that's my yeah. membership so but when you're in the coaching and the group in the sovereign woman academy that's different look you're making this investment for yourself and money and in time you're going to get results and you're going to overcome cold depression so i need you fully there because i'm going to show up fully there for you for the transformation right i've already committed to that so that's why we, I take the calls because it's, it, I wish I could tell you you're going to come and enjoy moments of mysticism and coma, but we got a work to do, you know, yeah. but you're going to have support and you're going to have somebody to hold you accountable. So if you're ready, especially what Lizzie said, you know, the, the high achieving ones are usually the ones that need it the most and don't realize that they're running away from themselves. Cause that's what cold depression is. And, uh, let me know. Send me a DM. Slide up. You can slide up in my DMs. And my husband said that's the only one I can say that to. So slide up in my DMs. <laughs> As I heard that on TikTok. And of course, I had to use it. You know, so. Of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Thank you, Lizzie, for keeping it real. Uh, Jesus says, tiny, tiny steps at a time. Very true. Ariana Huffington said, micro steps. I love that. I know. We want to eat it all. Even in business, you have to micro focus on who you're serving. Yeah yeah so thank you for the wisdom lizzie i love you with all my heart thank you for sharing the truth of how it really looks in real life and uh, anything else you want to share at all about uh, uh many new nails says mother's day oh my gosh we wish you all a beautiful and blessed mother's day yeah. uh sending you all so much love especially all the madrecitas we're all mothers whether you have children or not because we're all we are. yeah we're all caretakers of the planet earth and we all are serving and we serve in one way or another we serve society humanity so happy mother's day to all the beautiful goddesses out there anything you want to add to that or any new nail sets that we should look for um i'm just i'm taking orders starting <laughs> next week so i am back in business and stronger than ever um i do have some really actually i don't have them on but i have some really pretty mother's day sets that i've been doing mm. um so i got some some new like i love when i get nail mail you know when <laughs> stuff and my nail stuff comes in but like i got some pretty colors Ooh. aren't they pretty that's so summer but soft do you know what i mean they are they're very mother they're like a box of flowers for me so i love aren't they beautiful they are very gorgeous they're very feminine mm, i've been into that like softer like for some reason i was looking for the neons this this mm. around but also i'll have to talk to you about that too because there's some really cool neon ones <laughs> yeah i was like the real reason i asked about the nails is because i'm gonna place an order <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll be ready. Yeah. I'll be, I know I have a couple of girls who message me and they're like, I know you're not taking orders, but I just want you to know that. But? Yeah, an order is coming. And here's some pictures. Yeah, yeah. I love that because honestly, I get part. like random messages of just like people just send me like nail <laughs> info. It's not even like a nail order, which I love it because, you know, then it also lets me you know like what kind of people are into or what makes totally. them excited. If you're look, if you're like scrolling and you see a nail set, you're like, holy shit, this is so cool or cute. And you send it to me. That honestly makes me so excited, like super <coughs> excited, because then I get to see like what what like is out in the collective and like what people are looking at. Um, so that that really excited. I love when people send me like nail inspo, even if they don't order, they just send me nail inspo. I I love that. Then I know what I gotta be working on that's actually smart I and mean, there are some people that like love that like I have no patient I'll just I just go to your page and I pick whatever one I like from there but Maida our sister our other sister that girl will be on Pinterest for four hours and she she picks her own what she wants and then she sends you what she wants so she knows what she wants obviously I don't have the patience for that so I just go to her page Vida de Lizzie and then there's some beautiful designs there and every time she posts something new I want that one too so I'm just I'm probably gonna have to block or mute you. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know when I post it. Come like it. Okay. Notifications. There you go. So yeah. follow Lizzie at Vida de, which is D with the number three, right? With the number three, <clears throat> Vida de, and the number three, and then Lizzie is double Z. She had to make it really easy for us guys and girls. There. There you go. She put it right there. Right there. Follow her there. That's me. And you all know already where to hit up those links, Instagram or on the podcast below. Thank you for building community with us. Happy Mother's Day to all of you. Sending you so much love and passion for anybody that might be going through some lower frequency emotions during this time because I know that not everyone gets to enjoy their dear mama. So much love to you. So much love to you. Remember, you can always connect through the heart. And also for our mom, happy birthday to a goddess, to a queen. Tomorrow is her birthday. And then on Sunday, it's Mother's Day. So this is always actually kind of stressful because she's a, somebody very difficult to buy stuff for. But also it's like, man, to like, what's, you know, a Mother's Day and her birthday, like to the most important woman in our life, like it gets difficult. But I do want to say, feliz cumpleaños, madrecita linda. Te quiero con todo mi corazón. Eres un ejemplo. Eres una admiración. Te amo, te respeto, y gracias, gracias por todo lo que nos has dado en esta vida. I love you, mami. Y por siempre ser chingona. Yes. You knew she was going to say something like that, mami. Ya sabías que iba a decir algo así, porque no, no la puedo controlar. Tú ya sabes. Tú ya sabes. Ya sabes. <laughs> gracias. Thank you all for being here. Have a blessed rest of your Friday. Happy Mother's Day. I will see you all next week. Next week, we'll start to talk a little bit more about some solutions, and Lizzie's going to bring hers with her. Satnam. Have a blessed day. Okay, bye. I love you. I love you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. 
Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.